Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network, another edition of Big Ten Football and Beyond. It's a look at the Big Ten Championship game. Michigan, you could see that coming. Purdue, well, they were in it all year long. I didn't think at the beginning of the year that would be the team that come out of the West. But who was going to come out? It looked like it was going to be Illinois most of the year. It looks like a mismatch game. Let's get into it. Michigan, of course, with the impressive win um, last week against Ohio State. Very, very impressive. Um, for the second year in a row, they've knocked out Ohio State out of Big Ten title contention. They're one way away from the playoffs. As it's standing right now with the, the Purdue. But they're still in good position, is Michigan to play for a national championship, even if they lose the game. They'll get the edge of Ohio State. And certainly being two, there's really not um, – I don't see anybody, Alabama or Tennessee, <clears throat> jumping in ahead of them. So, And they're not going to uh, fall below Ohio State. So, look, they're looking to win Big Ten, back-to-back Big Ten titles for the first time in the Big Ten championship era, the game era, I should say, uh, since 91 and 92, not counting the outright title in 97 in a three-way tie for the conference title in, in 98. For Purdue, it's a chance to secure the first Big Ten title in school history. Since sharing the title and playing in the Rose Bowl uh, with Drew Brees at quarterback in the 2000 season. So uh, there's a lot to, at stake. And I want to just veer off just for a second to say this would be interesting because as we got the announcement that we're going to a 12-team playoff, we know that is going to mean change. What change? Well, some will say that the game like this, which doesn't mean a whole lot, with Michigan certainly wanting to win it, and winning your conference title means a lot more than the media and the public thinks. For the players, it means a whole lot. But I, but I will say, aside from that, Michigan is going to be in the playoffs regardless. But Purdue with a win in a 12-team format where the conference champions get in, they could earn a spot in the playoffs. Uh, so it's going to mean more to them, whereas this year it, it maybe means a better bowl game. For Michigan, it means a better seeding. So, look, there are going to be games like last year's, uh, last week's Michigan-Ohio State game that won't mean as much. That game was a playoff feel to it. So games in the regular season, some of them won't mean as much. But then others on the back end, on the bottom end, of making the playoffs, that game is going to be even more. So it's uh, it, it, the Boilermakers the, the Boilermakers have a few injuries in this game that they've got to continue to navigate through the week of practice. The likely offensive absences will only hurt from a depth perspective. Uh, that could be huge against Michigan. Um, look, Purdue is going to have their hands full on both sides of the ball in this one, and the running game will be what makes or breaks this upset bid, uh, in my view. Um, with the nation's 97th ranked ground game, um, they're going to need to find ways to control the clock against Michigan. And that's going to be with the short passing game. And the longer they keep Michigan off the field, the better. Um, no question, Michigan's going to run the football. They're going to pound it. And as you have to load the box or play more man coverage, they're going to force some big plays on you like they did against Ohio State. If you want to look at Purdue, you're looking at Purdue as a much less talented version of Ohio State. Uh, their scheme's a little different, but the basic premise of being pass first is the same. 
Uh, they want to spread the ball out horizontally and throw the football. If Aiden O'Connell can be hot and find success through the air, get a lead, you know, maybe it becomes a little bit more interesting. But the reality is it's all about Michigan and how focused they are. I mean, competing for the Big Ten championship should be enough focus, and it will be. But how much they dominate, that all depends on how Purdue plays it. And, and I think that the focus level is going to be good. Is it going to be for Michigan what it was last week against Ohio State? Well, it never is. <clears throat> that game is so big, so huge. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that uh, Michigan's going to roll over this team. Uh, I think they'll gradually pound them. Um, Blake Corum has unfortunately got a seizing in the injury. Um, Mizey Smith is – Looks like it's going to be off the field, certainly suspended with that felony weapons charge. Um, so that's a couple of losses that could hurt them in the playoffs. It won't affect them here. Um, you know, I do think this is one of those games where could it be like Georgia was last year, maybe not as focused as they should have been against Alabama, perhaps. But this Purdue team's not Alabama, and that's the big difference. Um, Purdue is going to offensively try to widen the field, try to create some opportunities in the passing game over the middle. Turnovers are not a big part of what they do. Uh, the offensive line has done a pretty good job in pass protection. So that's kind of the Purdue setup going into this game. Michigan has been a great story. They have become the bully in the Big Ten. They have overtaken Ohio State here the past couple of years because of the more physical, the more disciplined team. And I think that says a lot about the patience that they've had with Jim Harbaugh. Uh, and they dominated teams this year. You can talk about their schedule, and it was a poor non-conference schedule, but they've dominated pretty much everybody that they've played. Uh, one reason is the ability to stay healthy. They've not had a lot of key players on either side of the ball. And certainly coming into this game, that's a key injury designation. We talk about a couple. Um, Cade McNamara has got a little bit of a knee, and he's going to the transfer portal. So the injury at quarterback could be a problem. Uh, certainly it would be a factor if something happens to J.J. McCarthy. So the run game is the key. If the defense of Michigan continues its downward trajectory, uh, a win um, will come on Saturday. The, the, the Wolverines – ranked 24th in total defense while ranking up top 10 in scoring defense against the run. While the secondary has struggled for much of the season, they held their own last week. And I thought their chance, I like their chances of slowing down O'Connell. Junior Colson leads the way with a front that has generated 32 sacks this year. Putting Purdue under pressure is something that not a lot of people have consistently done, but I think that's going to be the difference is they're going to be able to make some plays in the passing game. And I think that, uh, the running game should be very effective. Donovan Edwards took over late um, and it played very, very well down the stretch for them. Been a big factor. McCarthy is growing more and more confident. Very consistent team. Very disciplined team. And I think the best offensive line in college football. So when Purdue's got the ball, um, they got to make plays through the air. I mean, Aiden O'Connell has to win it. Uh, he's going to have to play great. Uh, 
I don't see them again having the weapons to do what Ohio State couldn't do. So, you know, I don't see the mistakes there. Uh, he was intercepted 11 times this year in 11 games. So I think that if they can get uh, a clean game from O'Connell, that's certainly going to help their chances. I think that they're going to play well. I think they're going to play loose. I think that they've got a chance to get some big plays early and maybe make it a little bit of a, a decent game early. Michigan, offensively, that again was, uh, aside from the, the Blake Corum loss, that's been the only real significant loss. But as I mentioned, Edwards, the offensive line, Edwards gashed Ohio State for 216 yards, including some big yards. So, look, I I don't think Michigan needs to win it, but it's important for them to do so. And I don't think they need to have their best game to beat Purdue. I think if Purdue plays their best game and Michigan is a little bit conservative, which I expect them to be, this game could be a little bit closer. Look, I thought that they had a tremendous edge in preparation against Ohio State. I thought they played lights out. Um, will they be able to replicate that against Purdue? Um, I don't know that they will, and that could be a factor. But winning in a blowout is always difficult. I think they win. They take over gradually. I think Michigan is a lot like Georgia, that you look at them and you don't see the the 60 to 20 type games, but that's not what they do. That's not who they are. They find a way to beat the 34-17, and you feel like the set team that loses had a chance to win when they really did. We've got some further thoughts on this matchup over at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the film room breakdowns that we have for you on this game, all the conference games, all the latest news and notes around the transfer portal, recruiting. We've got it all for you there. Um, LandryFootball.com, all the NFL stuff as well. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. Folks, enjoy the game, and we'll talk to you next time.